0: Welcome to episode what are we on? 33. Yeah, 33 of Ball Blab. I'm Jason. He's Jack. Welcome. Uh where are we? March sixteenth. It's been about two weeks since our last episode. I am currently dog tired and in danger of getting less than five hours of sleep tonight. Cause I have to wake up at 3 30 and go to the airport to go to Fort Myers. So, Jack, what's going on, dude? What's going on,
1: Jason? Happy to have this episode going. Uh this is an anticipated one. It's gonna be a really good one. Happy Saint Patrick's Day to all the listeners and let's do this.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Um, so this is gonna be a roster projection. Uh, we're gonna have we were gonna have Nate on, but Nate's been very busy and he just got a job. So congratulates Congratulations to him. Um, but he's gonna be busy, but yeah, let's get into this. So, opening day is, if I can do math correctly, uh, about two weeks away, um, and yep. the rosters, in my opinion, are pre- is pretty much set. Um, but I'd I like to start with position players.
1: Yeah, sounds good. I could.
0: Yeah. Um. So for, let's start. We'll go by infield. We'll start with the infield. Jason, one thing. thing. What's up? What's up? just want to
1: say for anybody who might not know, um, an opening day roster is 26 players, and that is capped at 13 pitchers. So you have to have 13 pitchers. I suppose you could have less, but every team is 13, and then 13 position players.
0: Correct. So I will start and say pretty confidently, Raphael Devers will be your starting third baseman. Would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. Uh I don't think there's much question there.
0: <laughs> no, not not at all. Um now I'll go to shortstop. Kika Hernandez is your starting shortstop.
1: Correct. Agree.
0: Christian Arroyo is your starting second baseman.
1: Yep. I don't have uh, uh a change there. You know, some people are pushing pushing for Emmanuel Valdez. Not gonna happen. is your guy nope. at second to start the season.
0: Nope. And then of course uh, at first then...
1: Tristan Casas,
0: Bobby. Nope, Tristan Casas. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so now here's where the utility men come in, and I think it's going to be very hard because you have no, you have no, you don't have that much leverage when it comes to 40 men roster spots because they're very hard. DFA candidates are very hard to find right now, and you're gonna have to make some tough cuts for absolutely, people. yeah. But but the one infielder i do have on this on my opening day roster happens to be on that 40-man roster right now his name is yu chang why do i have yu chang well i know uh, let's let's set aside the world baseball classic stuff for now because i think that's a little bit overblown but my point is simply he's going to serve the role he's going to serve as a utility infielder until mondesi comes back jack what do you think
1: Yeah, um, I also have Yu Chang making the team, at least to start, for the same reason you do. I don't think, however, he and Arroyo will platoon. Um, He'll probably play pretty, his play will probably be pretty limited until Modesty gets back, which could be April, May time, um, which will then probably look like a slight platoon at second. Um, But yeah, I also have Yu Chang there. Why don't you finish off the rest of your infielders and then I'll finish off mine?
0: Okay, my last. Okay, so we forgot cat uh, catcher, right? Um, catcher and- Reese McGuire. I think that's a lock. And Jorge Alfaro is going to make the roster, in my opinion. Jack, do you have yeah. Alfaro in your opening and- day roster?
1: Yeah. So we obviously, just a quick note. We obviously both have Justin Turner, uh, and just Justin technically Turner, yeah. an infielder. You know, first third, maybe a little second, but we have him DHing. But yes, you're starting catcher's Reese McGuire, hands down. And I think Alfaro makes the team for a couple reasons. Um he can catch, he can play first. Apparently he can even play a little bit of left field. That's what Pete Abe said. Don't know how how no, true that is don't
0: put him in left field. You <laughs> saw him with the Marlins. Did you ever see the Javi Baez play where he he's rounding uh, Javi Baez is rounding third and it, it, what's his name? The Mets announcers like it's it's like it's booted by Alfaro. Here comes Baez trying to score. And he's safe and the Mets win it.
1: You know? Well, in an emergency case. But yes, I have Alfaro making it. Um, and the reason is because of that versatility. But not only do Jason, we both have Mondesi starting on the IL, And obviously Story, right? But Honor right. Wong, it looks like, is going to start the season on the injured list. So... When Wong gets back, that might change. But until then, Jorge Alfaro is going to be on the big league roster.
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, DFA candidates, like I said, they're hard. But one guy that stands out to me, nothing against him, Chris Murphy. He's had an abysmal spring, and he hasn't been that good of a minor league pitcher. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. That's just by a candidate. But Bloom will probably DFA someone out of the blue. Cause yeah. Um so did you say it's what 15 position players or 13? 13, 15... 13. 13 position players. Yep, so no. we Niners. each just named
1: four, five, six. We just named five starters, Turner, Alfaro, Chang. So we just named eight each. Um so that's we have five spots, five more spots and we have to do the outfield. Okay. So do you, so... you want to start with the outfield?
0: I'll do starters and then i'll I'll have you name your um bench guys, so all right go ahead outfield left to right Yoshida Duval's gonna make it even though you know he's picked he's picked up the bat yeah because he he went on like an 0 for thirteen but now he's back and then verdugo yep, yeah. so no
1: no complaints there I think that's a given and then for me um I think Rob Refsnyder, Snyder is a lock to make this team for a few reasons. He was awesome last year in the role that he was played in. Uh, And he's a right-handed bat, which this team doesn't have too much of. So as an outfielder who can crush lefties, that's going to be helpful for this team. So I have Ref Snyder there. And, yeah, we have them. I at least have them right now carrying a fifth outfielder instead of carrying another infielder. And that fifth outfielder too. is gonna actually be Jaron Duran. It is not gonna be oh. Ronald Tapia.
0: Whoa! The, Hot
1: take. Hot I, takes. Jason, do we actually both have Bobby getting DFA'd or moved elsewhere? Because the infield depth, now that I look at it, like your backup first baseman's Alfaro. Or Turner
0: true but
1: who's your backup shortstop yeah you chang okay Yu chang. that's fine there that's fine there i suppose they can get by with that for a little so yeah i have i, mean, I have duran and there's I mean, a bobby theory.
0: does have i mean i think bob does have options though yeah that's
1: a thing. yeah yeah he does he does so jason i picked duran over tapia for a couple of reasons one being i one being speed okay duran has the tools of a leadoff hitter, which this team might not have. So if somebody goes down or something happens, Duran could maybe step into the leadoff spot if he can get on base more, and that speed is going to be lethal. That speed can be super helpful, especially in extra innings with the ghost runner. So I think that speed is going to keep him around as well as he is young, and you want to give him shots. We all know that he does well in AAA. Do you want to put him there so he can build yes. his confidence a little bit more and maybe get – get some more tools down or whatever you can make the case that he starts there and he's better off there or would you rather him get mlb reps on an mlb team instead of the AAA and instead of a minor leaguer or a guy on a minor league deal in tapia so for me it just makes more sense to keep duran around than tapia especially just for development i really don't want to prioritize an aging veteran than I do a once top tier prospect I'd rather give him the reps it's this is not gonna be a move that's gonna win them games most likely maybe a couple guys go down and Topia ends up starting and he breaks out maybe it's very unlikely but I want to prioritize my youth especially in what looks to be a bridge year I don't want to prioritize prioritize the veteran and maybe squeaking out another win which it probably wouldn't because he's your fifth outfielder
0: I mean I mean I mean those are all fair points and but I mean I, I the the one the, the lens I look at this out of is you know Cora always says he's going to take his 26 best men that perform Um, I think the one guy who does stand out to me is Rymel Tapia and when you look at his um, I mean, I'll, I'll pull up his spring training freaking numbers, cause why the f- why the hell not? Uh, and
1: Jason, I will add, like it. this is this is a tough one, cause you, cause you're almost guaranteed that Russ is your fourth outfielder. So are you gonna give the fifth? Are you gonna give that less last, last bench spot to a guy like Dahlbeck, who can play basically everywhere in the infield? You don't want him to. You want him to stay no. on the corners, but he can in an emergency, or who's a right-handed bat. Or do you want to go with five outfielders instead of four for just player upside? You know, it's a tough move.
0: It's an interesting question because we, we, we don't know truly. And the the one, the one drawback I have with Tapia when I'm a little bit pissed off at is he, he needs a spot on the 40 man, And that's, I think the only thing that's like not locking him in. If he did have a 40 man, I think he would definitely make the roster. However, He doesn't, and okay, I got his spring training numbers. He is currently, his batting average is in 10 games, 4.07, uh, on base of 4.29, a slugging of 8.15, good for an OPS of
1: 1.24. So if you look at that, yeah, the OPS is crazy, but the on base is another thing to look at. What It's 20 points higher than his batting average. He just doesn't walk.
0: He just doesn't walk. That's the thing. thing. Yeah, that's another thing 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 to consider. But yeah, yeah, he's the ground he's been, ball kicker for a reason. He, he's he been raking, right? But you what are, know, Can you look at Jaron Duran's? The thing with Jaron Duran, though, he. Fool, uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I don't yep. know if they'll make the same mistakes they were. Okay. In four games in Spring training, because remember, he's with Team Mexico. But in his four games um a 500 batting average on base of 700 slugging of 1.3 and good for an opus above two yeah i mean, I mean that's that, 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 that's in 10 plate that's 10 plate appearances right and his right. 10 plate plate appearances he's hit the ball three times and homered once and mm-hmm. double twice so all so wallace hits one for extra bases
1: yeah all right and and that's obviously uh a way smaller sample size than Tapia. But for me, that's my reasoning to keep him around. Um, and yours, you're keeping Tapia, I assume?
0: I'm keeping Tapia only because of the veteran presence. And we, 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 we've seen this team. That's what I feel like their goal is get a lot of veteran guys. Almost like 2013, but not really. But get guys who can play games and have a good track record of that. i how many games did what's his face play? I'll I'll get it up right now. Ryan Maltapia last season played in I played 128 games. Wow. You yeah. know that that's that's kind of valuable in my opinion. Definitely. And especially for a guy who can be your fourth or fifth outfielder. I think you there is a small there is a likely chance we see him leading off on opening day. There is a chance. Tapia, Tapia or Duran.
1: Oof, I I, I, I don't like stretch it that
0: far. But I don't like Casas in the lead. We'll get that, to that later. Later, but there's a small chance. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying that's my prediction. But there's a small chance. You could I mean, see I it. guess
1: there's also a small chance Devers leads off. I, I mean,
0: no, there's not. Yes, I, <laughs> yes, you're right.
1: In theory, there's a small chance. Now, that's a big. That's maybe the biggest competition. We'll get into some more moving forward, but that might be the biggest spring training competition uh, on this team is Tapio versus Duran. Um, right. So we both went with five outfielders. Obviously, that's going to change because obviously, Story's on the IL, Mondesi's on the IL, and so is Wong. So Jason, Wong could be back very soon, and Mondesi could be also back before summer.
0: Right. When that In happens,
1: the- I think Mondesi is obviously gonna take over for Yu Chang. That's a given. But assuming you know, other things is assuming other things don't happen, assuming Yu Chang, you know, say he doesn't record an out, then maybe not, but um, what about Wong? When Wong comes back, which could be quick. Is he going to go to AA or uh, AAA? Is he going to go to maybe taking over the backup catcher spot over Alvaro? Is he going to maybe be the third catcher on the team, and one of the outfielders has to go, or is he going to go to AAA, AAA?
0: Well, it's an interesting uh, discussion because when you look at you know the backup catching job, it was poised to be his until he got hurt. Right, and the th- and the thing I will say you. In my opinion, I do not think the Sox are going to go with three catchers. I think, personally, it's a mistake only because you're wasting a roster spot. And I'd, I'd rather have better bats than have three catchers. However, right. it's a postseason thing to do, and we, we saw Corey going 18. It's a postseason thing to do. I know, and I know one more thing. I know a Wong and Alfaro can play different positions. I know that. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, do you want to really
1: have to flirt with them? Their
0: primary, no, their primary positions are catcher, right?
1: Okay,
0: and you don't want to have to flirt with Wong on the, okay, in the maybe not infield. Wong. Wong Wong was brought up as I think an infield prospect, then he got converted. But point yeah. being, you don't want that happening. In I agree. My opinion. I agree. So to your to your question, when what what, what happens with Wong when he comes back? You you got to see how Alfaro's doing. If mm-hmm. Alfaro's sucking, then it's a no-brainer. Absolutely. But if Alfaro's doing well, I think Wong has options and he'll stay in in yeah. AAA. And if and and if one of those catchers goes down, because I personally think Maguire's not going to play a full season, or maybe even Alfaro won't play a full season, there there might be stints on the IL. You know, I think he's a great option to bring up to if one of the, those guys are hurt. And I will say it's also helpful to have a third catcher on the 40-man roster because right now I think the Red Sox only have two. Yeah. I um, think they do. I, I could be I, wrong. I'm, 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 99%, sure I'm 99% sure.
1: Yeah, I'm not positive. Well, Ronaldo Hernandez is on the 40-man, I believe.
0: I don't, I don't think he's on the 40-man. I'll, I'll double-check for you. He was last year. so I th- He was? I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I believe he is. But he would No, no, no. He was only brought up to the big leagues because Ploiecki got covid and the rule was you could bring up a uh, any any position player or any player yes. um, who wasn't yeah. on the 40-man if it was COVID-related.
1: Right, but I still think he was on the 40-man,
0: right? Uh, yeah, well, we'll right? We'll now, see. Yeah. Right
1: now. I'm, I'm going on right now. And while you check, I will say it's, it's similar to Tapia. You know, Alfaro versus Wong, all things considered, it's similar to Tapia versus Duran. Are you going to keep the veteran around for maybe slightly better play? Or... Are you going to value the development of your youth? In this case, Wong is a rookie. Do you want him to get the the playing time, see what he has, especially in a bridge year, potential bridge year, or do you want to be have a slightly better option in Alfaro? It goes back to that. Yes, Wong has options, but we've seen him in the big leagues a little. Um, we know the power's improving, and he has potential. He has the tools to be an elite fielder. Do you want to value? The slightly better play at the time by the veteran, which once again is it even going to save you a win? Maybe, maybe not. Or do you want to help develop your rookie? So it's that it's back to that argument. Um, did you find out the catchers on the forty man?
0: Just it's just Wong and McGuire. Um, so it's I'm not. On so- I'm on Sox prospects. Okay. and I went to the MLB. So
1: okay, yeah, MLB is the one. Okay, all right. So yeah. You're right. You can't go wrong with three. You probably want three in case of an emergency. But that being said, Jason, we covered the injuries and we covered the opening day, the actual opening day, 13 positions, um, 13 position players. So now we're on to the pitchers. Do you want to start off with your rotation?
0: All My rotation.
1: Let me get it up. And once again, this is, of course, injury depending, and we will talk about those after we go over the i'm assuming
0: team. it's gonna be kluber or, uh, sorry i'm assuming the injuries i'm gonna be Bayo whitlock and paxton i'm yeah. assuming they're gonna start to even, on the IL. yeah
1: even if it yes we, we we agreed on those players um and even if it's for a week however it is but we'll talk about since these guys are all on short-term injuries other than story we'll talk about what it will be you know come april 15th or May 1st. So go ahead, Jason. You're starting. So my my
0: starting rotation consists of Corey Kluber, your opening day (laughs) uh, starter, Jesus, Chris Sale, Nick Pavetta, Tanner Houck, and for my fifth spot, Cutter Crawford. Yeah.
1: So I have that actually. I'm reading my text right here. So I have it in the exact same order, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, that's exactly what I have and Cutter is one who maybe could be some competition. He obviously flashed a little bit last year, um, and he's got good stuff, and he's still young. But could it be Winkowski maybe, who was a, slightly worse than Cutter last year? I'm still going with Cutter for the upside that we've clearly seen.
0: No, I mean, I'm I'm 100% with you, and I, th- I think he said somewhere that he's more confident being a starter yeah. than a reliever because something with his mechanics, he doesn't like to like mess with those. Right, I and think. obviously
1: last year he started the team in the bullpen. He started off in the bullpen on last year's team on last year's opening day roster, kind of for long relief, and then injuries kind of forced him into the bullpen or back into the rotation. I apologize. And he he didn't do that
0: terribly. No, he had
1: he had like twenty five innings where he was elite, but then you know get the scouting report figured out a little. And he's a rookie, so he's going to go downhill a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, he showed some serious potential. So, yeah, we got him in that fifth spot. Um, and once again, that's injury depending. In my books, in, in in my eyes, they have three starters starting on the I.L. So I think come May 1st, you might disagree, Jason, but I think you're going to see Hulk move to the pen. I think that's a given. And I also think you're going to see – Pavetta moved to the pen, and Cutter will be optioned to AAA, and you're going to see Paxton, Whitlock, Bayo all hop into the rotation, and your rotation will be Kluber, Sale, Whitlock, Bayo, and Paxton. And that could be in a month. That could be in a week. It could be fast, but we know these guys are all on short-term injuries, and they should be back fairly fast. So all the people who are listening and are going to say, wow, that rotation is even worse than last year's because they hear Pavetta's your third-best pitcher, And, you know, you're counting on a lot from older guys like Kluber and Sale. And you have Cutter at the back. And know that there are three guys coming within the first month, most likely, of the season. You
0: agree with that, Jason? You know, I've been a very active advocate for um, keeping Pavetta in the rotation because he can give you innings. But I'm I'm starting to get the vibe that Pavetta was going to be that odd one out when everyone comes back. Yeah. Because they have faith in everyone else. Yep. So, right. you know, and I was very against it. We've been battling it, how, you know, texting-wise. So, you know what, Jack? I'm going to actually agree and say Pavetta gets booted to the pen. now. Nah. Yeah. However, that's when everyone's healthy. But Correct. how long's that going to last? I don't know if it's going to last that long. I don't know if we're going to get a full season. Or I don't know if we're going to get... A f- uh, a time where all five men, where all five men like Kluber, Sale, Paxton, Bayo, Whitlock, Whitlock yeah. Bayo are healthy, we we might not ever reach that, and if we never right. reach that, then Pavetta's staying in that rotation. Yeah. But if, they, but if they're healthy, but but if they're all healthy, then yeah, I think Pavetta's the odd one out. Yeah, I, and I honestly agree. do think so. I'm sorry. No, I agree. Yeah, I've been getting those vibes. I I'm, agree. I, it's weird. It's in, so in, weird.
1: And it's because they're obviously committed on Whitlock being a starter. Sale and Kluber, you're not even going to think twice they're starting. They think Paxton at this point in his career is only a starter. You don't want to mess up a guy's rhythm and routine like that. And Bayo, you know, top prospect with top end rotation potential. You're not going to mess with him and throw him in the bullpen. And Pavetta is honestly a perfect case for it. Reason being, he's already, remember 2021 playoffs, he was electric out of that out of that bullpen. He has that energy that a reliever needs. And his stuff is great for a reliever. If he comes in in the eighth inning to face, just say it's three guys, although he would probably be there for long long relief, say it's three guys. The first pitch you see is going to be 94, 95, whatever. But then you're going to see a 78-mile-an-hour 12-6 curve with 20-some-odd inches of vertical break. That's going to be really hard for a guy seeing Pavetta around for the first time to match up on. And square up, right. and to go with that, if somebody goes down, Pavetta's a durable arm. He's young and he's gone, what, just about 300 innings in the past two years. So he's a perfect option to be that next man up and to be in the in in the bullpen. But that being said, now let's go to the bullpen. Jason, Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, me not, I'm not saying I that? agree.
0: Yeah, you can start off. Okay. Go ahead.
1: Buddy. All right. Um. So I think the givens are Jansen – is your closer and your you have a few setup guys, Schreiber and Martin. Um and then the lefties who you added this off-season, Richard Blyer and Joey Rodriguez. So that's five. Um you have three more guys. These could all be toss-ups, but I think Brazier's a given considering all the roster cuts and the velocity plus he can occasionally throw strikes. <laughs> no, he is a good th- strike thrower. Um and then the next two the last two spots to start off in the bullpen are the ones that are kind of up in the air. For me, it's Zach Kelly. He's got a great changeup. He did well last year in limited time in the big leagues, but he did well. He had a sub-4 ERA. Um, And he survived the cuts, too. So I think he's just about a lock. The last spot in the bullpen. Is it going to be Caleb Ort, who can throw 100-plus? Is it going to be Wyatt Mills, who they traded for? Is it going to maybe be Winkowski for long relief? Who else is it going to be? For me, I'm going Wyatt Mills. I think... The delivery, the Schreiber-like delivery, is probably the re- one of the reasons why they fell in love with him. Maybe they get some deja vu when they traded him for, from Kansas City. Plus, he's had an awesome spring. I'll pull up his stats in just a second, but he has had an awesome spring where Ort really hasn't. So are you going to give it to a guy who, yeah, he can throw as hard as he can every pitch, but can't find the strike zone, or a guy who's going to really throw off delivers with his funky delivery and arm angle? I'm going to give it to Wyatt Mills. Your your take, Jason?
0: You know, yeah I, my my locks are easy. Jansen, Martin, Schreiber Blyer, Rodriguez is probably gonna make it. You know, Brazier, come on. Uh huh. I, I do give it to Zach sure. Kelly. Yeah. I I, t- I totally agree with that take. It's a he survived the cuts, and I think when I liked his sample size from last year, even though it was very brief, it was small, but it's enough for me. And the spot is Winkowski, and wow. here is okay. why. Here's why. Here's why. You have no one really who can give you a long relief if uh, Tanner Houck ha- goes an inning, in God, God forbid, an inning in a third <laughs> or less than less than four innings. You need someone who you can rely upon to get you through that day, to get you through that bullpen, especially. Yeah especially if it's a bullpen that's not well rested yeah that's a good point these, that's an awesome point we see honestly. these we see we see that trend going with alex core he likes to overuse his pitchers for whatever reason um so i think i think putting someone like Ort is not right or mills you know mills could make it i could see there's a world where mills makes it over kelly but i'm like i said i I think I'm going to give it to Zach Kelly, only because we saw what he's capable of in the majors last year. But going back to Winkowski, um, you know you know, he's someone who kind of struck. He, he was showed flashes early, but I think his ceiling is his ceilings. I think high. He needs that put away pitch, but he's working on it. His, yeah. I like, I like what I saw of his slider this spring. Um, I don't know where he's been. He hasn't pitched in a while. Yeah, he's so. He hasn't pitched
1: in like two weeks. I read. Almost two weeks, um, but he apparently isn't hurt. He was throwing so elsewhere. Catillo was on that. Um, I actually just looked at it, Jason. So Mills originally was at like a sub three ERA, but now he's at a seven and a half. So he must have just gotten crushed uh, the other day or something. And another one I saw that I forgot to mention was Ryan Sheriff. You know they signed him to a minor league deal. Yeah. Jason, I think I might be changing my answer to Winkowski. I think the long relief thing. I didn't realize. Because Pavetta's in the, he's starting in the, in the, he's starting in the rotation. So you need somebody, and so is Cutter. So who else is going to take that role? So I, I think I'm going to actually switch up Mills to Winkowski. Right. I
0: and, the, for that. and then the other, and then the other, the other candidate that I think would be very good, I, that it'd be crazy, is Brian Mata.
1: Yep. So I was going to name him. Um, but it, I, I thought it kind of maybe contradicted what I said about Bayo, where, this guy is high-end rotation potential. You don't really want to mess with that to maybe get a couple better innings in the bullpen, probably. So I don't think they want to put their young guys in Bayo and Mata or maybe even Murphy or Walter in in the... Maybe maybe not Murphy, but probably Walter. They probably want to keep those guys as starters. Um, but, I mean, that could be really interesting.
0: Right. And the thing is, with Mata, and we're running out of time here um mana i like him but I, I i don't he think he has the uh the hot at the ceiling like Bayo does right so i think we, we can see him in that back end starter or you know long relief role i think he'll be really good i liked what i've seen out of him don't sleep on him because he has a chance to make the opening day roster and i'll give some honorable mentions like dark horse candidates um you know evanuel valdez so M- mana is my one of mine and then valdez you know, if 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 Arroyo somehow wakes up and his knees stop working, or Kike Hernandez, you know, breaks his arm or something, I'm not making it up, I'm just making it up. Valdez would be the guy to go to because not at Shortstop, but at second base. He yep. his bats there. It's a question of defense. And yep, I no. like what I've seen out of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, I, I don't think sedane Raphael is ready. I want to see him in minor in the minors. He needs to work on that plate discipline a right. little bit and, more. And they're right, not going to
1: bring up one of these top prospects, specifically for position players. They're not going to bring up one of their top guys to be um, a guy who is going to play once every five days. It, they're not going to bring up Rafaela unless they have a, a job open for him. And it's probably the same with Valdez, although they might have a little bit of wiggle room there because it could be possibly a platoon. And another dark horse candidate would be Matt Dermody. Um, he's pitched a bunch this, this spring, I believe. And I don't even think he's allowed an earned run.
0: Oh, wow. That'd be something. Um, any last thoughts? I think, I think it's a good place to wrap it up here.
1: I agree. I agree. I mean, regardless, this team's going to start before you get discouraged. They're going to have six pretty key guys start off on the IL five, six. Um, but give it, give it about a month and you'll see just about the entire team minus story. Um, so go for that. And Jason, are we doing wind predictions?
0: We might as well. Um, I'm I'm going eighty-four. Okay. Nah, I'll take that back. Eighty-two.
1: Oh, my number was gonna be eighty-two. Um, uh,
0: eighty-two. Fine, I'll change it. Eighty-three. We'll go middle. Eighty-three. <laughs>
1: okay. I'll go eight. I'm, I'm thinking 80, 81, 82 If the rotation and everything else clicks, you know, you could be looking if. at 87, but I'm, for me, I'm going to 82.
0: I think the ceiling is 90. I think that's like the absolute highest ceiling.
1: And for all the people looking at the over under at 76 and a half or 77 and a half, 78 hit the seven, 78 and a half. It, originally it was 77 and a half hit the over on that, please.
0: Yeah. I, I think there are a lot of people who will be including myself. I want them to do well. I'm excited. And Jack, I gotta go. I'm I, uh, I'm gonna get four hours of sleep tonight. So all right, well let, let me get a head start on that. Good so luck. thank you guys thank for you.
1: stopping by. That's a great episode.
0: Alrighty, uh, go follow Jack. Go follow me. Self plug in. Woo woo. We'll see ya.